E-commerce expansion myths blasted. Successful cross-border expansion help. Listen to the show to hear how one UK company is helping e-commerce sellers successfully expand into Europe and double their profits. Hosted by Andy Hooper of Global E-commerce Experts. Okay, everyone. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I'm glad you've uh, all managed to make up, uh, make the time to, to be with us. So thank you very much. Uh, we're going to start uh, now. So if you've all got pen and paper, we're going we're gonna to get the ball mo moving, so to speak. So today we're going to be talking about fulfillment. Uh, we're not going to be talking about particularly FBA fulfillment, but we will, we will discuss that in its broader terms. So let's, uh, let's, let's move on. So what are we going to be doing today? So first of all, we're going to be talking the difference between FBA and a third-party logistics centre and what to look for in a good provider. How, what arrivals and storage, FBA prep, labelling, fulfilment, all of those sort of things we're going to be covering. And then what some software should look like as well to give you the ideas and what the, the main benefits to you would be. Now, my name's Andy Hooper. I'm going to be your host today. I'm uh, the CEO here at Global E-Commerce Experts, and this webinar is part of our successful expanders series. This is actually the last one in the series. I'm very sad about that uh, because it means every Wednesday I got to do something else. But don't worry, we will be doing something else in its place. Thank you very much for giving up your valuable time. Uh, we do appreciate it. We know your time is valuable. So hopefully we're going to try and give you as much information as we possibly can. Then we've got our Facebook expanders group. If you want to ask any questions afterwards, please do. And we've got hashtag expander series as part of the expansion series um, series. Now we've currently expanded over 2,000 sellers successfully into the EU. So we're well placed to know and understand exactly what it takes in order to successfully expand. I've been in e-commerce around about 10 years when I first started selling on Amazon silicone watches that I bought for China in for about 20 pence and sold them to everyone that would take them, including all my colleagues in the office uh, at a slight profit in order to get some, some uh, to start up a new business uh, over well, 10 years ago, give or take. I'll probably find out the exact date. Anyway, uh, that's me. But before I move on from there, I'm ably assisted, if not better assisted, uh, by Nathan. Nathan, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Hi everyone. Can you just do a little introduction for me? Yeah, so I'm Nathan. Um, I'm the warehouse operation, operations manager here at Global E-Commerce Experts. Um, I've been oper operation manager for 10 years um, and two, two years here at Global E-Commerce Experts. Um, and um, yeah, I, how well placed to, um, to give you any advice on any warehouse um, systems or processes or, or any questions you may have relating to the market. Excellent. Well, we're looking forward to having you... Uh share your uh, useful information. So Nathan's probably underselling himself a little bit there. Uh, he's the operations manager for the warehouse here. Uh, he knows Amazon fulfillment inside out and e-commerce fulfillment. He knows what it takes to make it a success. He knows what it takes to, the priorities about getting your products out the door quickly. And uh, hopefully he's gonna share that information with you in a moment. But before we do that, as we said, this is part of our successful expansion series. We have a six step framework that we advise our customers to do in order to make their, their expansion a success. 
we've been through all of these over the last 12, 14, 15 weeks, whatever it is. And we've been through all of those individually to give you the right information so that you can successfully use this information for your expansion. We started off right at the beginning with compliance. And the compliance side, when he first starts around the VAT, getting your labels compliant, sorting out payments, and then moving on to launching in the different marketplaces. Now, we talk a lot about Amazon because the majority of our customers start with Amazon, but there are lots of other marketplaces that you should consider launching on. So depending on what you sell is going to depend on whether you know, Etsy might work or Wayfair or all these others that, are, that, are, that pop up all the time. It's then about getting your listings correct, you know, the keywords, then making sure the translations are right, are the photos right, all those different things come under that marketplace launch. And then once we've done those first two, and we've sort of basically got our products into the country and into the EU, the next thing is to start promoting our products. We've promoted our products that could be ads, it could be organic traffic, it could be paid traffic, it could be social, it could be via Amazon. There are vouchers and coupons and lots of little Gucci little things you can do to, to help get sales velocity. Then we moved on to the website. You started building traction, but actually in the EU, what you really need to do is build a specific list for the EU. And we talked about different ways of doing that. Obviously having a website is one, then moving on to building a list and working with a Dream 100 as another step. And once we've done all of those things, what we've then done is moved on to discussing what the VAT looks like in all those other countries. So once you start meeting distance selling thresholds and things like that, it's then about being VAT registered in the other countries. And we talked about that under the EU uh, side of things. And we also discussed about translations as well, making sure you've got those native tongue translations. And the final piece of the jigsaw is fulfillment. You know, once you've done all of those things, it's about looking and saying, well, okay, now we've expanded. Now what we're looking to do is to tweak out the extra little bits of, um, um, of mileage, the cost savings that we can incur, and all those different things with fulfillment. Because, you know, if you're, you're, once you start getting to this stage, it's now about bringing in a container of, of, of goods. You know, bringing, shipping goods directly from the US to the EU is not a cost-effective way of doing it. And what you're looking to do is, unless the products are made in the States, but if your products are made elsewhere in the world, you're better off bringing those directly into the UK and then shipping from there. And this is what all our successful customers are doing. But quite often, you can't do that directly into FBA. And FBA isn't necessarily the best format for you. And hopefully, I know that Nathan's going to go through some of those, and I'm going to hand over to him so he can go through that. Nathan, are you ready with that? Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. So that's enough from me. I'm going to mute myself and hide myself. And basically, you're going to be left in the cable hands of Nathan. Right, guys. Um, first thing I wanted to go through is, is what do sellers um, tend to need from 3PL? Um, first, what, one of the first things they, they look at with us is, or with a 3PL, is the biz, B2B or business to business fulfillment, um, usually into Amazon. Um, department stores or, or other distributors um, and a, a good 3PL should be able to um, help help you um, navigate your way through that and, and give you give you the pathways um, in to do this um, quite easily. Some products may be in Amazon and um, some of them do incur a quite a hefty um, 
storage fee if they're slow moving. Um, so what a good 3PL can do is, is they can help you by bringing your goods out of Amazon, um, storing them with, with, uh, within their, their facility um, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a more competitive rate, but also help you then set up a plan to get those products sold. Um, and uh, the, a, a 3PL company that you may, might choose should have a few different departments. One of those departments maybe being um, uh, marketing um, and uh, business growth. So you know, we, I think you've, spoke, you've, you've seen Dave, you've met David, our team there, and you may have met Christy. They would, uh, in our business, they would help you do that. And hopefully a good 3PL would have other people to assist you to, to help take that on to, um, and start move, getting those products move, moving quite more, more rapidly so that when, or if you put them back into Amazon, um, you can, um, you'll see less of a storage charge. Um, unfillable inventory, um, we can, a good 3PL will help you, um, give you help and advice um, from, from, from their experts or market experts on how to maybe get your, your products back into Amazon um, and any reasons why they might be unfulfillable. Um, such examples are um, they've asked you, um, they've got some returns that they're not able to put back into stock. Um, you should be able to send them back to a, a 3PL like us or another company um, and they can do um, some quality assurance, work with you to get those products repacked and, and then sent back into the marketplace. Um, so that you you haven't got any any idle stock um, and everything goes straight back into your sellable inventory, um, that that will save you your time in the long run and also make sure your your product flow is going through and also hopefully increase your sales as well. We can also uh, there some Amazon sellers are also looking at a decrease in the the storage fees, so a three PL service can help you by bringing those out of um, bringing those out of the uh the mark the, the amazon warehouse um uh, storing with them for a short period of time to to resell re, re, relabel or, or, uh, <clears throat> and then restock back into amazon um, and we and they can also help by prepping labeling palletizing um to send back in um so that you don't have to worry about that they can take full full care and charge of that um and communicate with you all the time some other some of our other customers or some other customers or yourselves might um want to do business to clients straight direct um from from your marketplace from your website um and a 3pl a good 3pl should be set up that they can assist you with this you your your products will be held in in a in the central warehouse and then you can pull in from um all your different marketplaces trade gecko ebay amazon um, your, your, your website, um, and we can fulfill through, through all of those, um, and avoid being put into Amazon. So you don't get those, those incur those costs, um, uh, and, um, get more of a tailored solution for your business. Um, we, a good 3PL will also be able to put, um, any handouts that you might need into those packaging. Um, and offer bundle orders. So you might you might decide that you want to create a bundle. Um, uh, what you should be able to work with your account manager, client manager, um, to create those bundles. 
so that we can we can switch that they can switch that on straight away so you're always changing and evolving and selling to uh, and reacting to the market needs quite quickly um, and then also um, a, a big one is returns from customers managed effectively um, a good 3PL sh should be able to uh, bring in the, the returns quality checking for you um, any reports of any fraudulent or damaged stock so that we can they can work or we can work with you to um, to to get those again back into inventory so you've got no idle inventory everything is back in and maximizing your um your sales in the marketplace some things i i think i believe that you should look how look for in a, in a 3pl container unloads as you scale so as andy mentioned before um some of you might start off sending a pallet or two or sending a few items into your 3pl um uh you want to work with your the 3PL company um, to grow with you and to help you grow, um, and they should be able to guide you and support you through the process, link you in with shipping shipping partners, and be able to help you to to bring that stock from say China into the UK into a, into a warehouse and get that into the marketplace for you as quick as possible in the most time effective and cost effective way as possible. Um, they should also offer a quality check on, on arrival of facility from the, from, from the supplier. So that, um, there may be issues with um, as they've come over, maybe damage, damage stock, damage some of the boxes. So you can be notified of that. Um, and again, um, get uh, solve the problem quickly and get your stock back in into the inventory. Um, so again, no idle stock. Um, looking for greater stock control and flexibility. Um, and um, so you can manage your stock better, um, able to see what's going on, uh, and also have an account manager, uh, uh, which in turn brings a nice personal service. So we, we have a number of different account managers that will look after your different needs and tailor, that, ta tailor the package to, to tailor the service to suit you and, and bring you through the process. And I think hopefully you've got that through through all of the, the, the expansion and the, the webinars that um, the series that we've done, a good personal service and a key account manager should help you be successful within the marketplace. Having a, having, I think I'm, I'm trying to talk about more bringing, not having your, your, your stock within the Amazon warehouse and actually having it sat with a 3PL. Um, so a, a logistics company. Um, I believe it gives you a bit more um, flexibility with stock. Um, you can actually create your own custom boxes and messaging um, to give out to your client. Um, they tend to be a bit more competitive with, with worldwide postage along with European postage and UK postage. So they should be able to get you the very best rates as possible, tailor it to suit your needs um, and work with you to, to, to get the best price as possible. Um, able to deal a bit more, bit more with bulky and heavy, heavy products or oversized items. So I know there's, there's some weight restrictions in Amazon or some, some of the, some of the um, warehouses, uh, which incurs a bit more of the cost. Um, whereas a 3PL should be able to assist you. And if you've got bulky orders or heavy products, that should, um, that should be solved and be more, more cost effective for you in the long run. And then finally, a, a trans, transparent warehouse management system. The warehouse management system um, is, I think, key to to the service we've used a, quite a few different we've, we've gone through a few different um warehouse management softwares um and we've kind of evolved and 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 for me 
um, what you see here is a, a main dashboard of um, of a of 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 a management system. Um, on on here, um, there's a few there's a, there's a few different things that you'll be able to see. One is um, orders, which is the top left uh, widget. Andy, can you just point over the top left widget? If that's all right, that's it. Okay, so that tells you how many orders are in. Um, how many have been printed and, and, and finally how many have been dispatched that day. Um, and this software should link into your, your marketplaces so that automatically as soon as the orders come in and they get dispatched, that should update to your marketplace um, along with the stock as well. So your, your stock should be mirrored within your marketplace and in and what you're seeing on the inventory as well. We'll, we'll have a look at that in a second. The bottom, the bottom left, I uh, I think is um, quite a good one. That is advanced shipping notices. So you can plan ahead and you can liaise with your your 3PL partner um, to when you're expecting stock in and you can work quite closely without sending emails back and forth, without having to get phone calls to book stock in. Um, the the warehouse should be able to then manage that with you um, and maybe uh, um, and work out good and bad times for you to have your stock into uh, get your stock delivered, your containers from China, um, your removal orders from, from Amazon, that kind of thing into their warehouse so that you can get it processed. Um, and then the middle one, Andy, sorry, um, I was going to come on to that actually before this one. Um, that one there, again, um, some clients have got um, two or three different, um, different marketplaces that they supply from, they, they ship from or they sell from. Um, here it's just one marketplace, Amazon. Um, but some 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 other uh, this this graph or this bar this pie chart will show you what your um, where where your orders are coming from. So you can quite it's all in one place. You can see it. You know where uh, your large large marketplace and where and we can help you or your three PL can help you and, and work with you to try and help expand those um, those other marketplaces that aren't quite working for you. So that hopefully you'd see quite an even pie chart there. So this is, uh, this is after the, once you've submitted your shipping notice, this will show you um, what stock, once you've booked it in, it will show both the warehouse and the, uh, yourself, what stock you're, you're expecting in. And you can, you can amend that at any time. Um, so it might be a case where you've booked it in, um, your, your factory's got, got in contact with you and said, oh, actually, we need to change the stock levels, so on and so forth, or you're changing the stock levels because you're moving elsewhere. You can, you can, you can do that quite freely. Um, next one, Andy. Um, and this, this last screen, um, this is, I think this is key to, 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 end, to, to, to any, um, any business. It's, seeing, it's trans, totally transparent. You, can, you should be able to, at any point in time, be able to glance into your dashboard and find out what stock, the amount of stock you've got in a warehouse um, so that you can make sure you've got enough, you can plan ahead, you can um, project your sales, uh, you can plan ahead and make sure there's enough stock in the warehouse um, that you're able to um, uh, able to sell. Um, this is, this, uh, the soft, software can be linked to your, your marketplaces. So it's live, um, so you, you, you it constantly, it's constantly updated. So, so everything is live um, and uh, there, there shouldn't be any issues with shortages of stock, overstocking, understocking.
There was a bit of interference on the um, microphone a couple of times. Oh, but, sorry. Um, I, think we, um, I think we got there. So thank you very much. I think there's some great uh, information there. If you've got any questions, please, please put those into the, into the box, uh, into the group chat, and we'll be able to answer those no problems at all. Now, a couple of things, Nathan. Uh, let's talk about your removal orders when things come back from Amazon. One of the things we get asked a lot is, I need to remove my stock from Amazon. You know, what is that? How does that sort of work? What sort of happens when that removal order comes back? If I say, I want to put my removal order in, what does that look like? You know, do I, do I get it back in one box? Does it come back in 20 boxes? Is it just a complete mess or is it all nice and neat? What's your sort of experience with that? Sometimes, sometimes it can be neat. Sometimes it can be really messy. Um, um, it can be, I've got, there's two extremes and there's never really a middle, if I'm honest with you. Um, so um, we would then work with the client, um, um, talk, talk through it. We, we then um, take pictures and show them what we've, what's arrived. Um, we, would, we would quality check. If, if there was any major damage with boxes, we'd, we'd, we'd make sure that um, we, the, remove, the, the tickets on the, on the removal order would count and make sure that what is on the tin is in the tin. Okay, fantastic. I mean, that's one of the big things we get asked a lot. So I think the key things for people when they're looking to expand and they're then put, starting with a fulfillment, things you need to consider if you've got large bulky items, if you're coming up to long-term storage, you know, if you're selling off of Amazon and you don't want to use FBA or you can't use FBA, you've got hazardous goods, you know, there are some things you, know, you can use. You can use 3PLs for those. Now, obviously, we've talked quite broadly about those. We would love you all to use our 3PL. You know, that obviously would be amazing. We appreciate that not everyone wants to use us for everything. They might want to use other people. I've got no problem with that whatsoever. So hopefully with this, what we've tried to give you is all the information that you should consider when you're looking for a 3PL as well. You know, it's really, really key that as you grow, you've got a provider you can trust and build a relationship with so that you can help to expand. And someone that can expand with you. You don't want to be able to have to change warehouse every, every year because you, you, the, the warehouse has run out of space. You need a warehouse that's growing as you grow as well. You know, that's why I think we're a great fit for a lot of our customers is because they know that we're growing as well. And as we grow, we're getting new warehouse facilities. We get, we're extending the facilities. We're getting more storage. Um, but above all, you know, Nathan and the team deliver amazing service. So if you are looking for a 3PL, then we would love to quote you and give you and give you a price and talk through what that looks like. You know, we are a boutique service. You know, we're not a DIY service. You know, we will look after you. We'll hold your hand. We'll work with you to give you the best service all the way through, which means you're going to get the best result from us. Okay. You know, we're not a sell it cheap and sell it high and sell it quick because we believe that makes mistakes when it comes down to things like fulfillments and storage and damaging products. So if you would ever visit our site, the one word that I use uh, to the team is F1. Does our facilities look like an F1 car showroom? Because it should do. And if you've ever seen a Formula One car, Formula One uh, uh, manufacturers, you just Google it. You'll see it's absolutely pristine. And that is what our warehouse should look like all of the time. 
because I believe that if it's a mess, people work in a mess, it becomes really difficult and then mistakes happen. And we don't want that, okay? So if you're looking for someone, we'd love to support you. But I think Nathan's given you all the top tips on what you need to look out for when you're looking to choose a 3PL to make it the best possible experience for you. Uh, so from there, today's outcomes, we talked about F3PL, you know, how it differs to FBA, uh, arrival storage, FBA prep, labeling and fulfillment. Whole load of information there. Now this is the last in the series. Uh, I know I'm sad about it. I apologize if you're sad about that too. We will have a new series starting soon. It's gonna be going deeper into what we've done. We're gonna be bringing great speakers externally in to talk to you about going deep into some of the subject matters we've already discussed, but going much deeper into them. Uh, and actually some, some new subjects. So one of the ones that I'm really looking forward to on the 30th of June is about how you take your products from e-commerce into retail. Uh, we're gonna talk about that specifically uh, with you. And the last thing is, we're always aiming to help you successfully expand into the EU. If there's anything you wanna hear, if there's anything you wanna see, if there's anything you're stuck with, then please get in contact. We'd love to be able to help solve that for you. Thank you very much for giving up your time. We appreciate it. Nathan, thank you very much for coming on and giving up your uh, valuable time to out of the warehouse and to support the, the wider good for, for our clients. If you want to get in touch, please do. Our details are there for emailing. You can contact us at support at globallycomexperts.com. And the last thing is our phone number's on there. Obviously, you can Google us. You know, our website is www.globale-commerceexperts.com. All of the usual social channels. And we'd love to speak to you and support you where we can. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for yours, Nathan. And we look forward to speaking to you again on the next podcast. Thank you.